0: Taken hard into the end boards by Spiza. Kings still have the puck, though. Ryan waiting, shooting, he scores!
1: This is an All the Kingsman post-game podcast.
0: Great stand-up at the line, and the poke check gives the puck to Trevor Lewis. Lewis sidesteps Potato. Lewis centering Clifford. Had a play on it. Second and third goes in for Harkin in front of the goal. gets inside position. Connor to the near boards. Loose puck there left. They jarred three in the stop! at the horn. Now here's your host, Jesse Cohen. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. This is All the Kings Men. Jack Jablonski had the night off, so I didn't bring my equipment. But then the Kings went ahead and beat the Winnipeg Jets, the team with the best road record in the NHL. Dave Joseph and I just had to say something about it. I happen to have my little lav mics on me, so apologies for the sound quality and the Zamboni thrumming away in the background, but if you can handle some noise and want to hear me rant about how much I'm enjoying this season, then Kings fans, this one's for you. We are high above the ice here in the Bob Miller Press Box at Staples Center. You got it right! I did. Joining me tonight, Dave Joseph, how are you doing tonight, Jesse, Dave? I'm great after a 2-1 win over Winnipeg. Can I just
1: start off this podcast by saying the first 20 minutes of hockey at Staples Center tonight... I'm going to say what's the best period of hockey that the LA Kings have played this entire
0: season. I won't Agree or disagree? That. I will not contest that. Thank you. Podcast over. Good night, All everybody. Right. <laughs> nice job, buddy. Good work. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Kings. It's an awkward <laughs> low five. Um, yeah, look, I have been saying it repeatedly, and I'm getting a little tired of everybody at Staples Center talking to me like I'm an idiot when I do say it. Uh, this team is good, dude, Joseph. On certain nights, they're good, Jesse. Look, that's... Uh, is Winnipeg a good team? Most nights were they good tonight? They were not. On certain nights, the Winnipeg Jets are good. Look, uh, you're going to not. No team goes eighty-two and zero. Uh, Never and happened. And I'm throwing October out. Okay, uh, that was a learning a learning period, a learning window. Look, you we will. said, and, and and I don't think they're done. Right? We said that, that McClellan would need whatever fifteen to twenty games to sort things out to get a sense of who's going to play on what line, et cetera. They made a couple changes. I don't think they're done making changes. Obviously, the Forbert injury, and he's going to come back with the Martinez injury, he's out. Like There are changes that still need to be made, and we still do not yet know what the ceiling or the floor of this team is. But I'm here to tell you that earlier in the season, I was concerned that they may finish with 53 points, lower than what the uh, USA Today predicted, and that, yeesh, this team had no... Look, man, 7-5-2 in November... That's a 94 point pace. They're not going to finish with 94. October was so bad. Even if they maintained the pace they said in October, the best they could hope for is 85. So, it was like, that
1: bad? Huh? Oh yeah. October yeah, was it bad. was that
0: bad. So, like, <laughs> let's all put away our our pearls and stop clutching them about. Oh no, they're you're going to finish in the black hole. Like, no, don't worry. They'll finish at the bottom of the league. That's how bad October was. Because in order to finish with more than 85 points, they'd have to go like you know 10 and three every month. Huh? No, it's not. Uh? A, they're not that good. Uh? They're not. They're not no. contenders. So you're not hitching your star to that way. They're just good, which compared to last season is great. I don't understand why everybody's resisting this. No, I shouldn't say everybody. I don't know why there's this small pocket of people resisting. This. Well, do you want? Uh, I'll give you a clue. In them, but All right. Possibly they might be saying that. Uh-huh. Did you watch the game in San Jose yesterday? Uh, I saw a game where the Kings were all over San Jose. And then a couple bounces went the wrong way, and it was one to nothing, and then it was two to nothing, and before he knew it, the game was over. But that's like that happens. games like that happen. But that's why people might say, "I, I get it, I get it."
1: That, granted, it was an afternoon game,
0: but the both, day after Thanksgiving, like, both teams have to play. Yeah, no, for schedule sure. Is what the schedule sure. is,
1: right? You can't say, "Oh, we want a seven o'clock game instead."
0: Look, they're not like I said; they're not contenders. They are going to lose rough games, and there's still changes to be made. I'm not saying this is a complete product. We can stop the rebuild, you know, the reconstruction process, and everybody can you know pack up their tools and and and, and, and start silver, planning the parade and like, the
1: silver setter, uh, sweater Saturday. Yeah, they've only comes lost once. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, I'm just saying, wear the silver sweaters every game. Well, I don't know about that, but no, look, they have a top line, which now we're going on three years now. now last year was. Uh, but the season before that, I follow Kopitar and Brown, right? Kopitar had an MVP season. Everybody in the universe can write as many think pieces as they want about how, you, you know, a contending team doesn't have, you know, I follow as a left winger, you need more, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. is on pace for another 90-point season. He had 90 points two years ago. I, don't, I just don't care. I'm not interested in it. This The team is what it is, and that's your top line, and they're fine. So go away. Agreed. Uh, the Wagner, Kempe, and Lozant line. I still need them to score more, but as far as I'm concerned, they're an effective third line. They keep the puck in the other team's zone. They're not giving up scoring chances. They're creating buzz, momentum. They're frustrating the other team. As far as I'm concerned, that's a perfectly fine third line, and I think Kembe is a 1,000 times more effective as a winger than as a center. Ironically, to me anyway, I saw him doing a lot of things tonight that that he was supposed to be able to do as a center that he couldn't do as a winger.
1: You know. now he's doing it as a winger.
0: And now he's doing it as a winger, so I, I don't know. But I think he's found his home. I think so, too. So yeah. I'm perfectly happy with that. The fourth line, listen. if Anybody who knows Garfield Comics, anybody who complains about Clifford or Lewis, I'm putting you in a box and I'm mailing you to Abu Dhabi like Nirmal the Kitten. Like, I'm just over it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm even tired of having the conversation. Like, you are simply wrong, and I'm just not going to... I'm am done dignifying the the complaints with responses. perfectly capable fourth line. Absolutely, no and, and what Perkorkin's got? What three goals and three seven goals? Games? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yep. And that and that goal tonight was all Clifford and Lewis. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Well, in that in that the third line, the Lazad line had Winnipeg hemmed in their zone for a good. Thirty seconds, mm-hmm. forty-five seconds, and then the next line came out and hemmed him in again. And exactly, and that's not happening if that Lazont line doesn't start that off to begin with. buck, they, exactly. the they cycle it down low, and and Winnipeg scrambling around, going, "What are we doing
0: here?" Yeah, and even though Kopitar hasn't scored in two games, two games yeah. his line is producing goals, right? So I'm fine with it. Now, what we need to figure out is the second line, and we've known that, right? That's okay. this is sure. not a mystery, not a secret. So it's Foley and Carter. They have good games. They have bad games. You know, we're messing around with who's their line. You know, is it is it Love? Is it Grundstrom? Is it whoever, right? Like, it's... And we need to figure that out. And there's, you know, 50-something games left to sort it out. Maybe some of them get... Maybe one of them gets traded. Maybe both of them get traded. Maybe Gabe Velarde plays 20, 30 games in Ontario and looks as good as he did last night. And becomes the second line center. Like, he looked pretty good, by the way, He looked for those great of you who didn't, last
1: night. For those of you who didn't see it. Looked and he fantastic. set up the game winning goal. He had an assist.
0: He should have had like two or three goals and he had two had. or three assists. Yep. I mean yep. he was as far as I'm concerned, he was the best player on the ice in his third yes, game after taking agree. a year off. I would agree. After would agree. taking six months off And he was pretty that.
1: pumped after the uh, after yeah. rain win with two
0: one. I asked him about that when he turned to the bench to the goals bench and you know, thumped his chest yep, and was I straight saw he, that. he wouldn't tell me what he said. Uh, not surprising. Uh, but he could
1: he could be a piece on that second line.
0: Listen, the trade deadlines in February, I would not be surprised if this team maintains. obviously, I don't think seven five two is likely for the rest of the way. But if they're a game five hundred or a game above five hundred every month for the rest of the way, come trade deadline. I'm not surprised if a guy, you know guy or two get traded and you get some you know a second line of, I don't know, Vlardi Grunstrom and whoever's left, like would that be so terrible? Um. No. I mean, we don't know. No. We'll have to find yeah, out. I mean,
1: I don't think it would be on paper. No. But there are Apologies things that look, there are things that look good on paper are uh, to start the season that sure. don't look, you know, didn't pan out and don't look so good now. So will it work? We don't know until we see it. But right. you're right. Any any combination
0: there could happen depending on what happens at the, the trade. If something can be pieced or two or three could be moved, you do it. One of the things going into this game that I was uh, happiest about was I saw the lineup. And the defensive pairs. night, on, digital. One of the, the the defensive pairs. They they put Dowdy and Walker back together. Yep. They kept Ryan and Ryan, Ryan, Roy and Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> and then uh, and then the other pair was Ledoux and uh, Hutton. Yeah. And I'm glad they did that. That was my assumption in the last game with Martinez out and Ledoux called up. My assumption was that Ledoux would go into the lineup because they wouldn't want to split up Walker and Dowdy. Because even though Splitting them up and keeping Roy in the lineup gives you three right-handed shot defensemen on the right side and all on all three pairs. I, I don't think Doughty's having a great season, and I think Walker's saving his season. Like I'll just keep saying it, I, you know, until they tell me not to. Well, it's it's reminiscent
1: of, of Doughty, when Doughty was paired with Forbert in in, in the reverse. Mm-hmm. So the, the reason to me anyway. The reason why Forbert and Doughty worked was because Doughty kind of dictated the play. Right. Dowdy kind of took it upon himself and Forbert was just kind of there to, mm-hmm. you know, be that guy that's back and make the safe play and right, not, not knocking dirt Forbert. Mm-hmm. They seem to work well together. Similarly with Walker and Dowdy, Dowdy doesn't have to do everything Right. Well. Walker's there. He's got a little offensive. You know, spurt to his game. He was game. making some nice passes. He makes tonight. Made some real nice passes tonight. So, so Dowdy feels like maybe he doesn't have to do everything or, or or try too hard and put himself out of position. So then he kind of stays home a little bit more, and then every you know it it, it, it firms up the team defensively too yes. because he's not taking those chances
0: exactly. And this was the genius in my mind to the muzzin' and Dowdy pairing because everybody always was expecting Dowdy to play with Sean O'Donnell or Rob Scuderi or right a stay at home, right. boring sort of you know slab of meat type defenseman. Um, and then you go you get these end-to-end rushes that Dowdy can do against New Jersey or the Rangers in the finals and you make all these slick moves Dowdy's completely underrated defensively and when you had him with Jake Muzzin who occasionally makes the odd uh, turnover straight up the middle of the zone on a, a breakout attempt occasionally. occasionally I think one out of twelve was the uh, <laughs> but anyway, or maybe more. I think it was 12%. But anyway, regardless, the point is Dowdy was def- defensive enough responsibly while also being offensively creative enough. Sure, yeah. To, to, and you're right. Exactly right. Those things, you know, you could see the play tonight. You know, he would come over to spot Walker to give Walker permission to step, you know, to move further down the zone into the faceoff circle to make some of those cross-ice passes to set up those plays. That's, a, I mean, that's the best pair they've got going. I won't say it's a great pair, but it's the best pair they've got going. And it allows Ryan and Roy to be what I will continue to argue they are, which is a perfectly dependable, <laughs> perfectly reliable third pair. Uh, defend, you know, they scored tonight, and again, no goals against them. So. Well, and
1: the, and the third pair was out on the ice late with two, three, four minutes left in the game. That pairing was out on the ice. It's not like the coach said, okay, you guys right. are you guys are not going to see the ice for the rest of the game.
0: He put them out there. Well, yeah. I mean, effectively, they were the second pair tonight. Right. And and, uh, and, and, and and I think did they do were the third period. They got
1: some power play time second period. Maybe? Sure. Let's let's say I they did. Say they got a little bit of power play time. I don't think it was a lot, but they were out there for the first part well, of the Well they actually
0: play. didn't have any power plays tonight. The Kings. I
1: thought they had one.
0: <laughs> Not according to this. I mean I don't I certainly don't remember seeing one. But but regardless No, you're were,
1: right. You're right. But they were
0: out there with Kobotar and uh I could have sworn they were out there for Maybe they were on a kill I I don't know But I mean But but essentially the third that's pair what it was. Yeah I think it was The third pair tonight Was Hutton and Ledoux playing Hutton yep. played 11-46 Ledoux played 10-46 At even strength um, And on the penalty kill Let's just take a look and Ryan now, Ryan and Roy Three minutes and 43 seconds Of penalty kill time For so Ryan there's trust there Three minutes and 27 seconds Of that's penalty what it was. kill time yeah, that's For it. Matt Roy yeah, yeah. Two minutes and 16 Penalty kill for Drew Doughty So I mean like Yeah Yeah they they're, are they're becoming a reliable pair, and,
1: and they're and they're proving that they're good defensively, yeah. good enough defensively to stay out there and, and kill penalties. That's which right. Which is what you need. And the Hutton Ledoux pairing didn't seem like there was any drop off there either. It didn't seem like there was no. like, oh, don't put those guys
0: out. You know, now what when I mean? when Forbert does come back into the lineup, yep. I will be perfectly happy with reuniting Forbert and Dowdy. Okay, and then. Uh, Mixing up from there. Well, Walker and and Hutton, I think, is then your second pair, because that pair... Look, the the point is, Mm -hmm. I think Walker's good enough at this point that anybody you put him with... It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Right. And Dowdy and Forbert, we've got, I don't know what, three, four seasons worth of evidence. You know what you're getting there. Yeah, and hopefully hopefully it works. If not, well, you put put Walker and Dowdy back together again. And then Roy and Ryan, uh, I, I just... They need to score more. We always knew that. Part of it's the second line. They don't have any reliable secondary scoring. And that third line's got to get better at putting yeah, the puck in the net. But there's still only nine or ten games into the experiment. I'm still prepared to give them another 10 or 15 sure. games. It's too early. Yeah. It's and he, early. and then, even like I yeah. said, even if they never wind up being a scoring line, Look, Stoll, King, and Lewis weren't exactly filling the net <laughs> with pucks. You don't say, but 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 you knew that they weren't going to burn you, and they, you knew that they you know King was going to win his board battle defensively. Lewis responsible. exactly, and yep. Stoll was going to win his face off and control part. the center of the ice. Yeah. So if that and you saw Lizotte tonight again, I did see Blake Lizzo tonight. It <laughs> was awesome. Yeah. Um, as long as they're controlling play, as long as they're not giving up turnovers as long as they're not allowing the other team to have them back in the zone and they weren't running around in their decent not offensive zone they were fine yeah and right. and this team is getting so much better at the little things you know making diving plays to kill you know to, to get the puck out of the zone getting sticks and passing lanes keeping the puck in the zone you know as it's coming you know there was a ton of plays not only tonight uh but last game against san jose and the game before that against the islanders where they were making you know they're just extending themselves to keep the puck in the zone, right? Right on the blue line, knocking it down. I mean, just little things. Dave, I like this team. I know,
1: I know, but here's, <laughs> here's where here's where I have the issue.
0: Uh huh. Uh.
1: They played the Islanders Wednesday night. Yeah. They played a real good game. Uh huh. They beat an Islanders team which had come in red hot. hmm. They go to San Jose. They lay an egg. Uh, and then they come back against Winnipeg, and they play arguably, and not even really arguably, the best 20 minutes I've seen them play all season mm-hmm. in the first period. They mm-hmm. absolutely con- controlled the game. I think they outshot Winnipeg in the first period, nineteen five or nineteen six, whatever it was. And then you say, which team is it? Which, What team are we looking at? Is it the team that can beat the Islanders and can absolutely dominate a really good Winnipeg team? Or is it the team that went to San Jose to play a 1 o'clock game on a Friday afternoon and was kind of like,
0: eh. So we've said all season long. Not that
1: they don't care, but but which team, sure. which team is going to show up ever. So, so we've, it's the
0: consistency. We've <laughs> said all season long that this, that this season is going to be about answering questions. Right. So now they play, what, like 30 road games? <laughs> 25 <laughs> yeah. out of 30 on the road? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they have four home games in December, four home games in January, and maybe like five in February before they play all of them at home in March. Nine at home in March Yeah Like The next three months Are basically like All on the road Yeah So we're gonna find out They played three on the road To start the season Right They had the three game trip Through Canada At the beginning of November That didn't go well It did not go well And then they've had A bulk of games at home So Listen They're 0-2 Since the walker Dowdy pair Got put together And the forward lines Were reimagined Right with Kempe moved to wing Yep and Prokorkin getting more playing time and other players getting significantly less playing time. Uh, They're going to go on the road and we're going to find out the answer to that question because I don't know, right? Like, I don't know. I think they're good. I think they're going to be good on the road. Everything we've ever heard, all the cliches about, you go on the road, you bond with your teammates, you have team dinners, all that stuff. Spend all the
1: time together. Yeah.
0: This is the first real, like they're going go, to be on the GD road <laughs> for the whole month. Um, I think we're going to find out the answer to that question. I'm excited to find out the answer to that question. And I want to, I've said it before, but I want to say it again. There's only been three times in my five plus seasons of working with and for the Kings, three times where I've ever been told what I couldn't say. One was uh, the Slava Voinov thing, and that was literally because it was an ongoing legal matter and I simply couldn't comment on it, right? It wasn't like they were afraid of me saying the wrong thing, it was just like nobody can say nothing to nobody ever the second one was last year in early November, I wanted to go on TV for my intermission segment and call the season done and start advocating for a tank and it got to the day of and word finally came down like no we're not doing that, it's too early so I mean, like, I am not. A, I this this enthusiasm for the team is not homerism, right? Or being a company no, man. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Or, but I mean, I've been accused of, of having purple sunglasses on. It's like I am not. You know me. I'm not Captain Optimism. No, no, you're sunshine not. and positivity. You're but so what? So what? I'm telling you, I'm refreshing. I like this team. I'm excited about this team. I think this team, and I don't want to hear any of the black hole talk. Like, listen, Gabe already looked amazing. He did. If next year. You're telling me that the centers on this team are Andre Kopitar, Gabe Vilardi, Blake Lazat, Blake Lezotte and Nikolai Prokorkin? You're good with that. I'm okay. I still don't think it's contender status. There's still need There's still work that needs to be done. But I'm all right with that, and I would take an 85 point finish over and a, and a you know eighth overall pick in the draft, or maybe better if the lottery goes their way. Rather than this sort of like, well, they need to, you know, like let's just well, tank and, the season and, and lose let me just as let me just as build can. off of that and build yeah.
1: build on your optimism. You, you've got those four centers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You also have Jared Anderson Dolan. You also have Alex Turcott, You also, I mean, I
0: totally forgot about Alex okay. Turcotte. But I think, Rasmus Kupari, Rasmus right. Kupari, right. you
1: ha- right? You could go down the list. So right. you have many options. So if if Prohorkin is playing great, or if Lazat takes a step backwards, or whatever, you have other pieces. Right. Jared Anderson Dolan. Will probably be here next season full yes. time,
0: and, and I don't mean to to you know canonize Gabe Velarde already after three games right. in the AHL. I'm just saying but he looked good, he looks great, yeah. And and forward played
1: his uh, conditioning mm-hmm. assignment, two games on a conditioning assignment, F- got into a fight in his first game, and then uh, played well in the second game. So I would guess
0: he's ready to, and to be back Jordan, with the big There's uh, Jordan and Anderson, and there's and, I mean uh, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. do the list every time, right? Yeah. Like. So, there's a lot of pieces there. Would it be nice if the Kings could get the overall first, the first overall because you're sure it would be great. But do I really want to sit through six more months of you know, wah, wah, this team is no. terrible. Like, no, I really don't. You I'd want to really, see games like today. I'd really love to see them go 7-5 and 2 every month for the rest of the season, finish with 85 points and draft, I don't know, 8th overall or you know, whatever. The game against the Islanders
1: was a good game. Yeah, it was. The game against Winnipeg was a good game. The games against Chicago and Detroit that they won were good games, not great opponents. But in this case, the Islanders in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. real good opponents. And they beat Vegas. I mean, they're... yeah. I mean, it's that. Not... That's what this team is capable of. It's just can they do it on a nightly basis? Most
0: nights. The only hitch in my whole vision of them being good is that most of these wins have come at home. Okay. Most of, it, if not. If not all I'd have to check Right, uh, Like I said They're 0-2 On the road Since the changes But that's why I said This season's about Answering questions They now head out On the road But they head out On the road With the confidence Of going 7-5-2 and Jonathan Quick is back They have a third line They have a top pair They've got a You know Campbell has been Playing rough But he looked great tonight um, Suits on baby Suits on really like him not to leave his crease quite so much <laughs> he played the puck a couple times behind the net I yeah got a little yeah he's not good at that um, <laughs> i thought that was like a gentleman but he can stop puck. pucks yeah no he can yeah. and look that stop he made with whatever a second left unbelievable, right? unbelievable. yeah yeah yeah
1: and very calm and poised mm-hmm. and didn't get out of position and yeah he looked really good tonight so let's uh first of first of all yeah, yeah. anaheim monday night yeah should be a good game, right? I'm anxious to see how they play in that game, road game. But know it's Staples South, exactly. Right, it's a road game. But and is it? <laughs> and then they're back two nights later at Staples Center to face Alexander Ovechkin and mm-hmm. the Washington Capitals. I think with those two games, we'll know a little bit more. Yeah, can, can they can they build off of you know these last two out of the last three games right. where they played well? Can they build off of that, carry that into the next two? I think that's the big question. If they lay eggs
0: in those games, then you kind of go back to. Well, which, which team is this? I'd take a 1-1 split, because frankly... why well, would do sure. They've got to beat Anaheim, right? Like, going on Agreed. the road, beating Anaheim in their building. Anaheim's struggling. Well, it's our building, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but same story as last year, right? Gibson keeps them in it early, and then they just don't have anything yeah, right. other than Gibson. They fall apart. Right. So you need to take it to them. Um, Alexander Ovechkin's not human. He's got another hat trick tonight. Somebody broke down, like, the f- his career in five-year chunks and was like... He averages .61 goals a game in the first five years of his career. He averages .61 goals a game in the second five years of his career. He averages .61 goals. It's like, amazing. It's unbelievable. Um, so he could pass Gretzky. I mean, why not? Like He stays healthy. Yeah. He never seems to get hurt. No. He's in great shape. could pass Gretzky. And, and save percentages goals. are down all the way around the league. Like Gretzky still has the
1: yeah, yeah, 8 million
0: assists. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you lose to Washington, whatever. I mean, obviously a win would be lovely, but... You know, let's not, we'll get, see. Let's not get crazy. We'll, see. well, I just want to see how they, how they stack up. <laughs> yeah, the how the they teams. play. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Even if they lose the game, yes. if they play well, you yes. say, okay,
1: well, they're on the right track.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and do the play of the game, the player of the game. Play of the game.
1: Play of the game. I'm going to say it is the Joachim Ryan goal. Okay. I like that he got his first goal as a king. I liked when it came. And it, I, w- I was going to say the first goal of the game only because it was early and it kind of set the momentum right off the top. But I think that Ryan goal—it was kind of a seeing-eye shot. I don't know if the goalie ever saw it, um, but I think that really gave the Kings a good, like, kick in the behind to say, like, "We can win this game. We're, we're in it. We're in it now. We are focused. We are in the game to win it. We know we can win the game." So I think that's the play of the game.
0: I'm going to cheat. Um, I'm going to never win. I'm going to say the penalty kill. Oh look
1: at you! <laughs> wow, that's a first.
0: Because there were so many plays. Whether it was Kopitar diving to knock the puck out of his zone with his stick, whether it was Walker getting his you know stick in passing lanes, whether it was Ryan and Roy you know clearing the zone. I mean, there were just so many hustle plays. Mm-hmm. Just like like I've said this before, but I have no problem not cheering in the press box for a goal. But I still can't stop myself from clapping when somebody clears the zone on a penalty kill and doing like good play. Good yes, job. Yes, yeah. It's just natural. Yeah. yeah. I can't help it. <laughs> Um and there were just so many of those tonight. Um, like I said, the Kopitar one is the one that stands out the most for me because, you know, there he is, like on his belly, stick out, yeah. knocking well, yeah, around yeah, the yeah. zone. You're like, Good for you, man. Yeah. So, good still for trying. You. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm like I said, it's a bit of a cheat, but I'm gonna go with the penalty kill. Uh, player of the game.
1: Player of the game, soups on Jack Campbell. 33 saves, look pretty steady all night long, other than the coming out of the crease to play the puck and going off his backhand and shooting it around, rimming it around the boards a couple of times. Uh, I loved what I saw from Campbell tonight. He seemed so steady in there. He didn't seem to get flustered. He didn't seem to be out of position. Uh, I liked what I saw from Campbell tonight, so I would say Jack Campbell, number 36, is my player of the game. Jesse, what say you?
0: I'm... Going totally off the board. you going to say the penalty killers. Were no, I'm going with the Nikolai Prokorkin. <laughs> okay. Who only played eight minutes and 25 seconds He's of even strength. Of like, yeah. He barely Third played. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. But great play. Yeah. And and look, I think that he got a bad rap because he didn't come over here for years. And then he did come. And then he got sent down to AHL. And I think there were a lot of people going, like Oh, you can cry about it. You can go back to Russia. Like, hasn't cried about it. Nope. Hasn't threatened to go anywhere. Plays what eight or nine games so far this season and look
1: pretty engaged tonight, actually. He comes in, on the ice and, does yeah.
0: his job, yep, and scores goals from the fourth line. Yep, and tonight it was the game winner, I think, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. Uh, and uh, you know, that's it, It's all I had to do, and he did it. So good for him, so yeah, player of the game, as far as I'm yeah. Um, anyway, look, this team's awesome, Thanksgiving's awesome, yeah. Uh,
1: this team is awesome and yeah. Thanksgiving's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. So you're
1: sticking with this team is awesome? Well look.
0: Again. They're they're good. That's all I'm saying. They're not right. great. They're not, so they're, not awesome. they're not contenders. They're not contenders. They're not awesome. There's still work to be done. Don't get it's it It's a good team. Don't get it confused, but I'm just saying I don't this is not a fifty five point team. This no. is not a seventy one point team. No even though they may wind up with points somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 80, which is frankly what I predict, you know, when when Vegas came out and said that they're over-under was 73.4, even though I'm not allowed to bet on sports anymore. Um, but I was just saying, like, oh, man, I wish I could... Because I just thought there's no way that they're as bad as they were last year. And in October, they were worse. And in November, they've been way better. They're getting much better. Yeah, yeah. and I just think they are. So well, anyway, we're seeing the fruits of their labor. That's right. Now, uh, Kings fans... If you're still listening at this point, we have a ton of podcasts and other audio for you this week. So clear your phones, clear your schedules. We have got the Rainy Day podcast. We got Fox and Fast. We got replays of the Rain game where Volarity scored his first goal. We're gonna have replays of this game where the Kings beat uh, Winnipeg. We've got this post game. We've got uh, maybe a Ducks post game from Anaheim. We've wow. got the Caps. I mean, there's this is a lot. It is a lot. So nice uh, job, Jesse. I'm giving you a pat you. on the back. Appreciate it deserve it so we're gonna wrap it up for now because you've got a lot to listen to over the next uh, seven days get to it Kings fans thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon